Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Exploring Faith, the podcast series from the Salvation Army in Morley. If you want to hear more from us, all of our services are streamed live at 10.15 every Sunday on both Facebook and YouTube. Just search Morley Salvation Army. Our scripture reading this morning is a reading we would have read or heard many times. Jesus overturning the tables in the temple is a shocking act, but seems nothing compared to what he says next. The temple was believed to be a space where heaven touched earth, but Jesus speaks of destroying it and rebuilding it in three days. However, Jesus isn't speaking about the the physical temple, but his body. Jesus signals that his death and resurrection make the whole world into the temple of God. What then, in our context of the church, what does it mean to be church rather than just doing it? If we are the temple, what might we need to throw out? In verse 22 of our reading this morning, it is in that verse where we are told that the temple Jesus spoke of was his body. You see, the religious leaders at that time really didn't get, they didn't really get that. They didn't really know or understand that. They didn't have a clue what Jesus was talking about. They were more concerned about the business going on as usual. And on that particular day, when Jesus showed up, yes, the people were going about their business as usual. The animals were being bought and sold, coins were being changed, and all the people were in their normal places doing their normal roles. Just a normal day in the temple. However, before we go any further in our thoughts, I think we need to reflect upon this story a little closer. You see, this is one of those stories that we need to set aside a couple of things. Things that don't belong. Things that distract us before we can really understand what is happening. Like I said, this is a story we have read many times. But I think this morning, we need to look at this story with fresh eyes, as if we are reading it for the very first time. You see, I don't think that this story is simply all about Jesus getting angry. I don't know whether you are like me, but as a child, I can remember people would always say, if they got angry or they, they did things out of character for them. Wow, Jesus got angry. Yes, he did get angry. And yes, it's okay to get angry. But I think they have sort of missed the point. There is certainly a lot more to this story. And I don't think it's all about the animals or the, the money changers being in the temple. Thinking about it, and it's only my thoughts, but surely Jesus would have known they were there. He would have known what they were doing. After all, he grew up as a faithful Jew going to the temple. 
I wouldn't have thought he showed up on that particular day and was shocked by what he saw. Shocked by seeing the animals and money changers there in the temple. Would he have said something like this? Wow, there are animals and money changers here. I didn't know this. This is wrong. But the animals and money changers had always been there. That was the system. That was how it worked. It was business as usual for them. Maybe, maybe Jesus went to the temple that day for just one particular reason and purpose. And that reason and purpose was to throw out and overturn business as usual. As we think about that for a moment, are there times in our lives where maybe we need tables to be turned and the animals thrown out? Because you see, it can be quite easy for each of us to carry on as normal. And we can so easily fall into the trap of business as usual. There may be times in your life where you feel you are on autopilot and life becomes the same old, same old. You go through the, the, through the motions and you show up as normal, but you're really not there. That's what you call business as usual. Have there been times in your life where you have been guilty of this? You give a, a great big smile, the sort of smile that tells people, I'm great. Everything is fine and dandy in my life. But actually, behind that smile, that's not actually how you are feeling. You feel empty, hollow, alone, heartbroken. That's carrying on with business as usual. Or maybe, and I have felt like this over the last few months, and, and you probably have as well. But when you wake up in the morning and get out of bed, you feel just as exhausted as you were when you went to bed the night before. Business as usual. Have there been times in your life where you have lacked enthusiasm or imagination? It was just Business as usual. When you look at your life and look at the world, what do you see? You are always so busy doing, but you never seem to be getting anywhere. There's no depth or meaning, only business as usual. I read that business as usual can happen anywhere. In friendships, marriages, parenting, work, even church. But you see, the thing I've just mentioned, the things I've just described, aren't the problem. They are just the symptoms. Just in the same way the animals and the money changers in the temple are not the problem. They are the symptoms of something going on a lot deeper. The problem is not so much in the temple as it is in the human heart. I think for me, the deeper issue here is that sometimes, and more often than not, it can be all about fear. It can be all about our fear. 
We are fearful about what is happening in our lives. We can feel very uncertain about our future and what it would look like. We want to have security and predictability. And so for that reason, we carry on doing the same old, same old. Business as usual is predictable and steady. But sadly, it sometimes only creates the illusion of security. Sadly, business as usual can be a symptom of our grief and sorrow. What you once had has been lost. We can't go back to the life we once had or want, so we keep clinging on to business as usual because it's familiar. It's familiar and safe. And it gives us some stability. However, sometimes we can keep ourselves so busy, we get worn out just making a living for ourselves, that life turns into one task after another, one appointment after another. The list of jobs to do gets bigger and bigger and it's business as usual. Sadly, It may be that we have started to take people, our relationships and other things for granted. Perhaps maybe, just maybe, we've lost our sense of gratitude. What does business as usual look like in your life? In what ways is it business as usual for you today? If we feel that we fall into the business as usual category, then we must remember that business as usual is born of forgetfulness. We forget that we are really, we really are the temple of God's presence. We forget that all of creation is the residence of God. We forget that in whatever direction we turn, God will meet us where we are. You see, if we forget those things about ourselves and each other, then yes, you've guessed it. Life becomes business as usual. Going back to our Bible reading this morning, I think that's what might have happened in the temple. They didn't see themselves or even one another as the true temple of God. It was all about the human-built temple, the animals and the coins. They had completely forgotten that God was more interested in them and who they were rather than their festivals. God wanted more of them. God wanted more of them. Do our lives, do our lives become a marketplace when we forget that we are the temple of God. Life only becomes a marketplace when relationships are lost, when priorities get rearranged, when making a living replaces living a life and business continues as usual. This is what we see Jesus doing in John. He is overturning and driving out of the temple. At the beginning of John, we read of this happening right at the beginning of Jesus' ministry. The word became flesh. 
Water became wine. And now the temple is becoming human. Wow. It doesn't stop there. Oh, no. We can read throughout the, the rest of the gospel that Jesus will be interrupting business as usual. The Samaritan woman, while her first husband, did he die, divorce her, or did he run off? Well, who knows? But what we do know is that it was improper and dangerous to be a woman without a man. Business as usual meant she had to belong to a man. So there was a second man and a third and a fourth and a fifth and a sixth. Jesus meets this woman at the well and interrupts business as usual. It's not about the man or men in her life. It's about her. Jesus recognises her as the temple of God. It's neither on this Samaritan mountain nor in Jerusalem. She is now the well of living water. There's also the paralysed man, the man that had spent 38 years on a mat. He had been trying and trying to get into the pool of water that would heal him. But sadly, someone always else, someone always else got there first. Someone always got there first. For 38 years, it was business as usual. But then Jesus comes. Jesus comes and tells him to get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once the man was cured. He picks up his mat and walked. He walked into a new life and business as usual had changed. It had been interrupted. There are others we can read of where business as usual had been interrupted by Jesus. Over and over again, we read where Jesus is interrupting, disrupting, overturning and throwing out business as usual. You see, business as usual can sometimes destroy our lives and relationships. It destroys our ability to see truly what God is doing in our lives and what is already present in and among us. The word became flesh so that the temple might become human. Jesus still and will continue to overturn and throw out business as usual. Why? Because there are still people that are still going about doing business as usual and they are just waiting to be made alive. Perhaps hearing God's word today has spoken to you. Maybe you are fed up doing the same old, same old. Maybe you need to be called to life. Maybe business as usual needs to be interrupted in your life. A couple of weeks ago, I said we needed to remember who we are. We are a beloved of God. We also need to remember, regardless of who we are, what we've done or left behind, we are the temple of God. And there is only one who stands in the temple of our life, interrupting business as usual. And that is God. That is God. So this morning, what does the temple of your life need today? 
What does the the temple of your life need today? What tables in your life need to be overturned? What animals need to be driven out? Remember, remember you are already the temple. Claim what is already yours. Jesus does not make us into something we were not. He calls us back to who we've already been. I, I would be thy holy temple, sacred and indwelt by thee. Nor then could stain my commission, tis thy divine charge to me. Seeking to mirror thy glory, living to answer thy call, each faithful vow now renewing, gladly, gladly I yield thee my all. I, I dedicate myself to thee, O Master who has chosen me, my every selfish aim denying, I give my all to thee relying. Take thou my life and use me at thy will in deep submission. I, I dedicate myself to thee. Remember, remember you are already the temple. Claim what is already yours.